Merci. So day two of trial in the E. Jean Carroll defamation case against Donald Trump just concluded. The case is uh, being tried in federal court in Manhattan, the Southern District of New York. You saw E. Jean Carroll there leaving the courthouse. There were numerous instances today where both Alina Haba and Donald Trump were admonished by federal judge Kaplan. It started very early in the day where Alina Haba requested an adjournment of the proceedings. Uh, judge Kaplan denied that. And what became very clear is Alina Haba has no clue how to do the basics of trying a case. I don't believe she's ever done a trial in federal court before. And on numerous occasions, Judge Kaplan was saying to her, you have to follow the rules. If you want to introduce evidence, you have to show it to the witness. You have to ask the witness if she recognizes the document. You then have to ask that it be admitted, and then you can request that it be published before the jury. You can't just start blurting out things in my courtroom, Ms. Haba. And so testimony today was taken of E. Jean Carroll, uh, the direct testimony and the questions being asked by E. Jean Carroll's lawyer, Sean Crowley, were on point. Crowley's a pro, and E. Jean Carroll handed herself uh, powerfully during uh, direct examination, honestly, emotionally. Um, it was heartwarming to hear the strength of E. Jean Carroll. Then Alina Haba went, let me just give you some of the lowlights, and then let's just go through this together of what went down including where Donald Trump made a comment to the judge like, well, why don't you just kick me out, judge? You can kick me out. And Judge Kaplan's like, I'm sure that's what you want me to do. And it's unclear to me why you are just physically incapable of controlling yourself in circumstances like this. Oh, and then after the proceedings ended uh, today, before the jury even exited the room, normally the parties stand up, they wait for the jurors uh, to leave, and then the parties walk out. As soon as the proceedings end, Donald Trump cut off the jury, like, like boxed them away, and then walked out first, which is just unheard of and so disrespectful to jurors, and it's just not what you do. Let me just give you some of the main lowlights, and then let's just go through this together. So Alina Haba looks like she's like reading something as she's questioning E. Jean Carroll, and Haba goes, oh, before I say this, Special shout out to at Inner City Press on X. They've done an incredible job um, being in the courtroom and posting these things. Um, so I just want to give a massive shout out to them. So Alina Haba says, uh, she's like reading from a piece of paper. Haba goes, many people called you a liar before the president made his statement. Eugene Carroll's lawyers say, objection. She's not even asking a question, Your Honor. She's just saying words right now. And Alina Haba goes, I wasn't finished. It says here, referring to a document, you're a pathetic old hag. And federal judge Lewis Kaplan then goes, Miss Haba, that's not evidence. And Alina Haba goes, I'm trying to get it in, Your Honor. And Judge Kaplan goes, no. 
We are not going to read out loud a document that is not in evidence. We're going to take a break, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, and we're going to return at 3.30. And you, Ms. Haba, are going to refresh your memory about how you get a document into evidence because you apparently don't know how to do a federal trial. The jury then was let uh, out. The jury comes back in and Judge Kaplan goes, Miss Haba can't use documents that are not in evidence. Jury comes in. Alina Haba goes uh, to uh, E. Jean Carroll, did you receive tweets in the five hours before uh, President Trump spoke? Carroll, I hadn't seen them, Haba. Were you tagged? Judge Kaplan, don't get into content of the documents before they are admitted into evidence, Miss Haba. And Alina Haba goes, How do you how do you suggest that I proceed, Your Honor? What do I do? Judge Kaplan goes, show it to her. Ask her if she recognizes it. And Alina Haba goes, Do you recognize this, Miss Carroll? And then Judge Kaplan goes, It's not marked. It should be marked. Miss Haba, just do this appropriately. Do it overnight. Just do the work you're supposed to do before you come into my courtroom. They need to be pre-marked, Miss Haba. Do you understand that? And then Alina Haba goes, did you anticipate the public would immediately believe your allegations? And Judge Kaplan just had enough. Sidebar, come over here. And Judge Kaplan was admonishing her at sidebar and saying, Haba, you don't know how to put evidence in. You have to show the witness without the jury a document. You have to build a foundation. Do they recognize the document? The exhibit has to be marked. It has to have an exhibit number. Then you can request that the document be published before the jury, and only then can you ask E. Jean Carroll about it. It's a very simple process. Here's the thing. Everyone knows how annoying cheap razors are. They cut you, they irritate you, and heck, they frustrate you. And don't get me started with subscription razor services. Can you say, bleh? That's why you gotta meet Henson Shaving. Henson Shaving is a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the International Space Station and Mars Rover. And now they're bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. Razor blades are like diving boards. The longer the board, the more wobble. The more wobble, the more nicks, cuts, and scrapes. A bad shave isn't just a blade problem, it's an extension problem. By using aerospace-grade CNC machines, Henson makes metal razors that extend just 0.0013 inches, which is less than the thickness of a human hair. That means a secure and stable blade with a vibration-free shave. It gets better. The razor has built-in channels to evacuate hair and cream, which makes clogging virtually impossible. Seriously, Henson Shaving wants the best razor, not the best razor business. That means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, and no planned obsolescence. The Henson razor works with standard dual-edge blades to give you that old-school shave with the benefits of new-school tech. Once you own a Henson razor, it's only about 3 to $5 per year to replace the blades. My first shave with the Henson razor was top-notch. The design is sleek, and the durability is exactly what you want. And the affordability factor is absolutely game-changing. No more wasting your money on expensive blades. With Henson shaving... You can get a year of blades for five bucks. 
It's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last you a lifetime. Visit HensonShaving.com slash LegalAF to pick the razor for you and use code LegalAF and you'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor. Just make sure to add them to your cart. That's 100 free blades when you head to H-E-N-S-O-N-S-H-A-V-I-N-G dot com slash LegalAF and use code Legal AF. And Alina Habba tried to do this about other things as well and tried to um, uh, read from like transcript portions. And um, and Judge Kaplan was like, again, we're going to do things my way in the courtroom. Here, here, not your way, Miss Habba. Here's what went down. Alina Habba was like, you said, Miss Carroll, that you came to New York to interview Fran Lebowitz. Judge Kaplan goes, let me get the transcript of what it is that you're claiming she said. And Roberta Kaplan goes, Your Honor, I don't even really know what she's doing. Alina Habba goes, May I proceed, Your Honor? And Judge Kaplan goes, No, she just said something, and you have not provided the court with a transcript of what you are claiming that she said. Miss Habba, listen to me. We are going to do this my way in the courtroom, and that's how it's going to be. You tell me the line number from a transcript, and I read it. Then we go from there about whether you can publish it before the jury. And Alina Habba goes, well, I was just reading. And Judge Kaplan goes, okay, we are going to take a recess. You will provide me with the line number, okay? You give me the line number. I determine if it could go before the jury. That's the way that trials work. You don't just make up your own rules. And then uh, Alina Habba goes, um, page 14, six through eight. And the judge is like, okay, well, what are you doing? Are, are you offering this transcript now into evidence with these portion with these portions? And Alina Habba goes, no, I'm offering it for impeachment, your honor. And Judge Kaplan goes, those are two different things. Those are two. Do you know what impeachment is? And again, Alina Habba showing that she just does not know how to do a basic trial. And there was another moment where Alina Habba asked for a uh, mistrial. And so one of the things that E. Jean Carroll had uh, testified to is that some of the, the death threats that she had received, she's deleted some of the death threats. So here's the testimony that E. Jean Carroll gave. So I, I may have deleted some emails too. I'm not sure. Alina Habba, did you give them to your lawyers? No. Question, why not? I don't want to upset them. Habba, do you keep the supporting emails? Carol, yes. I tend to delete questions that I know I won't use, but I have an entire label for supportive messages. Habba, do you control your email? Carol, yes. Habba, so only you deleted them? Carol, yes. Habba, Miss Carol, are you aware it is illegal to delete evidence? E. Jean Carroll's lawyer. Objection. Alina Habba says, I move for a mistrial. Evidence has been deleted. And Judge Kaplan goes, denied. And the jury will disregard everything that Miss Habba has just said. You will disregard everything. By the way, Alina Habba mentioned Midas Touch during her uh, cross-examination of E. Jean Carroll. Alina Habba goes, didn't you testify you don't like talking about Donald Trump? Objection, Judge Kaplan. Sustain, Alina Habba. Let's talk about podcasts. The Daily, All Ears, Midas Touch. And then E. Jean Carroll goes like, yeah. 
Another question, Alina Habba says, you have a gun. Do you have a license for your gun? And E. Jean Carroll says, no. And Alina Habba goes, are you aware that you need to have a license? And Judge Kaplan goes, what are you talking about? Ms. Habba, don't even start down that line. That has nothing to do with this case at all. Here was just an emotional line, I thought, where Alina Habba said, Miss Carroll, have you ever said that you like speaking with me? And Eugene Carroll says, yes. And then Alina Habba goes, is that at some level because you enjoy all of this attention you are getting? And Eugene Carroll goes, I want people to know that women can win. I'm 80 years old. It's not right to try to make women be quiet. Here was the moment where Judge Kaplan threatened to kick Donald Trump out of court. So this is from Erica Orden, another great reporter who's in the courthouse. Uh, Judge Kaplan threatened to kick Trump out of court after E. Jean Carroll's counsel complained that Donald Trump, while there, was mumbling and making these noises and saying, she's a liar, she's a liar, she's lying, and doing it loud enough so the jury can hear. And Judge Kaplan says, Mr. Trump has the right to be present here. That right can be forfeited. Mr. Trump, I hope I don't have to consider excluding you from this trial. Then Donald Trump threw his hands up and some said even banged the table. And Trump goes, I would love that. I would love that. And then he whispered to Alina, nasty man, nasty man. And Judge Kaplan continued, I know you would, Mr. Trump. I know you would. You just can't control yourself in this circumstance, apparently. You don't know how to control your behavior. By the way, thereafter, Donald Trump went on his social media and then started defaming George Conway and saying that George Conway attacked him and made all false claims against Donald Trump. And George Conway's like, great, now I have a libel claim. Now I'm going to sue Donald Trump for uh, defamation. I'll do a further video on that. And as I mentioned, the day began with Alina Habba requesting an adjournment and Judge Kaplan saying, deny. Alina Habba continuing to talk and the judge saying, what don't you understand, Ms. Habba, about denied? No, sit down. And over and over again throughout the proceedings, Judge Kaplan would control his courtroom and tell Alina Habba, sit down right now, denied, denied, denied. And by the way, let's take a break and maybe you could learn, Ms. Habba, how you do a trial because you do not know how to even act as a lawyer. And you had Alina Habba just thinking she could just, what, read documents? And no, oh, there's an order to how trials take place. And so the jury saw most of that too, that Alina Habba doesn't know what she's doing, getting admonished for not knowing how to basically introduce evidence, saying incorrect statements of law. I mean, look, Joe Tacopina, who withdrew from all of Donald Trump's other cases, I have a lot to criticize Takapina about for taking the case in the first place, but Takapina knew how to be a trial lawyer. Compare this to Alina Habba, who just got absolutely shut down for almost basic competence. Like the stuff that she was asking, horrific, but this came down to basic competence that she totally lacked, never tried a federal case before. Anyway, tell me what you think in the comments below, but oof. 
bombshells after bombshells of, of today with Alina but not knowing what in the world she was embarrassing for Alina. Oh, by the way, thanks for the Midas Touch shout out, Alina but We appreciate it. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 2 million subscribers. Thanks to your support. And check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch and have a great day. Thanks so much for watching. We're only a few subscribers short of 2 million subs. Please subscribe right now to the Midas Touch YouTube channel for free and help us grow this unapologetically pro-democracy network.